0: college basketball today, so don't worry. What's <laughs> that?
1: Believe it.
0: Are we gonna smash. Yeah. 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 What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the NFL Strategy Show. I'm Dave Lochran, Along with me, as always, Ben Rasa at Jazz Raz DFS. Jordan Vanick and Jordan Vanick DFS. You can follow me at Lafay underscore D on the Twitters. See our names right there under these beautiful faces, but hey, week 10, it's crazy that we're at week ten. First look, you're not going to get this anywhere else in the industry as good as this early on, but my God, and I know some of you can can share the the overall lack of enjoyment coming off of a week nine, commiserate with us, celebrate if you had a good week. I'm happy for you, but man, Ben I mean that there, there was a point in the week where you just look at it and you go, "Like, what is what is happening in the NFL?"
2: Yeah, that point was uh, Sunday at about 1.15. It <laughs> was
0: crazy.
2: So, it, yeah, upsets happen. They happen in college sports. They happen in every league. But the manner in which some of these happened to me was more surprising than the result. Like, did I think Jacksonville was going to beat the Bills? Absolutely not. But if you told me that Jacksonville wasn't going to score a touchdown, and they still were going to win. Yeah, that that doesn't make any sense. Uh, the Cowboys could they have lost at home to the Broncos? Sure, down thirty <laughs> nothing with Dak back. No, that doesn't make a lot of sense. So just a truly ridiculous week, culminating in one of the weirdest uh, Monday Night Football games I've seen in a while.
0: Oh, it was it was bizarre. And Jordan, I mean, look, those were the two wildest ones: Buffalo not scoring a touchdown, and the best Josh Allen being on the defensive line for the Jaguars. But you also had colt mccoy uh without Kyler murray without deandre hopkins clean up against the the san francisco 49ers you had the titans beat the shit out of of the the rams i mean you can yep. look at the final score of that game but it, that game was never at, at any point competitive um so yeah I, I would say this was one of the weirdest weeks i've seen in a very long time and that's saying a lot because back in September I tweeted that we're three or four weeks into the season, and I still have no idea what's going on. I'm even more confused now in mid-November than I was back in September.
1: Yeah, no, we. I thought week eight was a little bit of a strange week, but this one was icing on the cake. I was shocked. I mean, I got lucky. I had a lot of Nick Chubb, Brown's defense, so that was cool. But other than that, watching, I mean, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are just legitimately broken. That's
0: another one, yeah.
1: Like, I, I don't. I don't get it. I have no understanding of how they can't move the football. Like, I understand Mahomes has been a little bit inaccurate, but, like, it's crazy to me that they had the ball a lot in that game. Jordan Love wasn't really moving the ball, and they still couldn't put together points on offense.
0: Dude, we're going to talk a lot, Ben, about the Chiefs today because this matchup is – or I'm sorry, they're on – They're on the Sunday night, I think. Are they Sunday night? Yeah, I was doing a a fantasy football video for our fantasy football channel earlier today and was fascinated by this Chiefs Raiders game. But I think that's Sunday night. You know, you look at all of this, though, Ben, and it's becoming it's becoming difficult to hit certain spots here. And it's not going to happen every single week. Right. But one thing that I came across looking at this slate was we're going to need to find some value because the top tier of quarterback is stacked this week, the top tier of running back and wide receiver, and, and like the upper mid range, all just stacked to the brim. So, it, value is not necessarily plentiful, but we're going to need to find some of it. And that's what we're here to do. But, man, there is a lot at the top to look forward to.
2: No doubt about it. And, yeah, I mean, I think that the value will come in the form of A, it's early in the week, injuries happen, like a lot of guys we just don't know. And then B, kind of those secondary stacking options. We see that time and time again. You get a really good quarterback. He probably has an alpha receiver, but who's that other guy that can kind of just attach himself? Because if you look at it at face value, I mean, we'll see what's going on with Kyler, but even if you throw him out for the time being, Josh Allen, Brady's back. Herbert is great every week. We'll see what's up with Rodgers and then Dak against Atlanta at home. They should be angry. I mean, you can make a case for every single one of those quarterbacks.
0: Velo, welcome to Team awesome brother. Yeah, he said, I'm not new. I just renewed my shit. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty certain you've had that badge since like the beginning. So uh, welcome back, I should say, and welcome to everyone. Glad to have you guys watching today's show with us. It's going to be a fun one. I I know we still got several days to go before we get into it, but look, we like to take a first look at this as early as possible and and start making some good decisions and figuring out where we want to go. So hit that thumbs up if you're just jumping in. Help us, you know, combat the YouTube overlords, right? You've got this, this algorithm and we're just trying to get a small piece of the pie here, continue to put out what I think is the best free content on YouTube. It's always going to be free, no matter whether you like subscribe, whatever it is, but it helps us out greatly. We appreciate it. And uh, thanks for getting us to 65,000 subs. We're well on our way, making a push to 70. I think we'll be at a hundred thousand by next week. Now that's, that's, that's aggressive, but we'll get there soon (laughs) enough. And uh, if you want to join, just like we saw Velo do right there, hit that join button down below. You get the badges that improve over time. They start looking pretty damn sweet as you stay here longer. Uh, and then the custom uh, emo- or the special emojis. You got Ben, myself, EMAC 2024, Alex, all that good stuff. Of course, custom, shout- or, custom uh, shout-outs. And if you ever have questions, you got that badge. We always try and prioritize them as well. So let's dive straight into this one. Jordan, the quarterback position. It's loaded this week, and, and, and I'm of the impression right now, by the way that Kingsbury spoke, that Kyler Murray is no sure thing to play at all. So if you want to touch on him, that works against uh, your very much inferior Carolina Panthers. <laughs> but uh, you have Josh Allen against the New York Jets. Nobody's discounting them after last week. They're still almost, four, they're still thirteen-point favorites on the road. Tom Brady returning off of a bye against Washington. Justin Herbert coming off of an insanely efficient game. We'll get into that matchup he had last week later. But thirty-two of thirty-eight for three fifty-six and two touchdowns, no turnovers. Then you have Aaron Rodgers, very likely returning uh, off of the COVID nineteen list against Seattle. And I'll close it out with this as our top tier guys. Dak Prescott, team has nearly a 32-point implied total. He's coming off a disastrous effort, but they're still huge favorites with the highest total on the slate against Atlanta. It's totally stacked up top.
1: Oh, yeah. No, there, there are plenty of different ways you can go at quarterback. I think off of first look, it's Tom Brady as my personal favorite because of just how bad this Washington defense has been. I mean, they've given up, they've had four different games where quarterback's thrown for three-plus touchdowns. they go to three 300-yard passing games. Tom Brady off of a bye week. Uh, I know Gronk and Antonio Brown might not be playing, but that just opens up the door to get a tight end like Cameron Braid or O.J. Howard for cheap to pair with Brady alongside your Chris Godwin for him to go and get there.
0: So I got to tell you, Ben, I'm not a narrative-driven guy. You know this. Neither are you. Rogers is going to come out mad as hell. And the thing about Rogers, right, is you're going to hear people. I'm telling you right now, you're going to hear people go "Yeah, his team probably is pissed off at him from everything I've gathered. His team doesn't care. Like uh, most of them are a lot of them from what I saw, a lot of them aren't even or are in a similar boat or the same boat to Rogers. Now, this is not a political show. We get into none of this. What I am saying, though, is I have zero pro- I have zero concerns that he skips a beat coming back uh, for for week 10. That's really all I'm getting into. I don't think it's going to really cause any real dissension within the the locker room either for Green Bay, which can be important when you have a guy as a quarterback that your team doesn't respect. I just don't think that's the case in Green Bay.
2: So I'll say this, even if it is, they don't have an alternative because Jordan Love obviously is not the answer right now. So even if everyone's pissed off, you can either go, you know, lose all your remaining games and make a stand or you can welcome him back and and be good again. So uh, I I think that Rodgers is going to be just fine. They I mean, I don't think anyone thinks that Green Bay loses that game last week if Rodgers plays. In fact, I think it's pretty clear they win the game going away. handily. Uh, yeah, so th- they need him back. They're going to get him back. They will go back to being an effective team at home. Russell Wilson on the other side coming back probably helps it. Just maybe it keeps the game a little more uh, reasonable back and forth. So in Lambeau, Packers definitely there. I think the interesting one for me is is what, what do we get out of the Cowboys? What a humiliating loss. Now the Falcons come in who have clear problems of their own. They almost lost that game still somehow. You have to think that even though Omari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, these guys are banged up. That them and Dak is still going to be a viable stack this week.
0: Brian Train said the same thing almost immediately after you said it. We're on a slight delay here, so you guys know. He said, I don't think they care about VAC status. He's by far their best quarterback option. Clearly, they could have easily beaten Kansas City with a competent quarterback. That was almost exactly what you said at the same time. So yeah, it's and 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 this game against Seattle, I think you have legitimate shootout potential because don't forget, Russell Wilson is also expected back. Uh, You have almost a 50 point total in this one, three and a half point spread. It looks good to me, but Jordan, I'm with you on Tom Brady, no doubt, even though Antonio Brown's still in a walking boot and Rob Gronkowski probably isn't going to play. You still got Mike Evans. You still have Chris Godwin. You still have a strong running game, but when it all comes down to it, there are a lot of good options. Like Dak has a 32 point implied total against Atlanta. There's, I have a very tough time unless he's actually still playing injured and less than hundred percent that he is not going to have a good game. And you've got guys like Amari Cooper, who is still um, I'd say underpriced, given the ceiling of this offense, Josh Allen's going to come out and just tear apart the New York jets. I really have very little doubt about that. And then Justin Herbert against Minnesota, again, another game that you have to be looking at with a 52 point total. There's some very high total games on this slate. And many of them have very good quarterbacks involved.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I mean the top is absolutely loaded. the The difficulty is is when you go to the running backs and receivers. When we get to those later, the top options are just as loaded with these games, and especially like you know Aaron Jones or Seattle and certain <laughs> other options. the The top is difficult. I definitely do like Dak, and I do like Aaron Rodgers coming off the um, you know COVID list. The only problem with Aaron Rodgers is, is if he only has Saturday. Like, I don't think he's going to miss a beat with the offense. It just like that rhythm might be slightly off. I, I'm not sure I will go there. I think Russell Wilson is my preferred in that game coming off the thumb because he's getting the full week of practice and different things. The The only thing is, is like, do you guys like any of the cheaper options down below? Cause I don't think this is the week to go to it. But if you find your, you know, big Ben against the Lions and he gets there and gets 20 points, I think you can find some great value of the paying up at other positions.
0: Dude, he looks so bad. though. Like I know. <laughs> I, I, would you be shocked if Najee Harris had 30 carries like a Derrick Henry workload? Because I, I wouldn't.
1: No, I I don't think that I don't think that would be shocking at all. I'm just saying for the the position, it's just ugly down here.
0: (laughs) It it, it really is. And here's what I'd say. I like Deontay Johnson this week for sure. Uh, I love I love Najee Harris. We'll get into that. Uh, Chase Claypool got banged up towards the end of that game. So uh, we don't know if he's going to be active, which would just make Deontay Johnson even better. I could legitimately see lineups with Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, and no Ben Roethlisberger winning tournaments this week, just given how bad Detroit is. But one of the cheap uh, values that I'm looking at, Ben, and to be clear, he's actually the only uh, cheap quarterback that I'm looking at. And it isn't to say I feel good about it, but that would be Teddy Bridgewater. The, the Eagles are allowing, they're allowing a 76% completion percentage to, to quarterbacks this year. That is atrocious. I mean, It's not only bad, it's 3% worse than any other team, and we're nine weeks into the season. They have really, really struggled to stop opposing quarterbacks. Now, they haven't given up a ton of deep balls, but at the same time, if you want to throw against them, you can throw against them no problem whatsoever. And and this isn't even to say that I love Bridgewater at all. I don't. But I think Sutton is still good, even though he's coming off a disappointing performance. You have Judy back. You should have Noah Fant back. They do have a decent enough run game to keep a balanced offense. That's the one spot I'm looking at, but I don't really find good value down here. Maybe there's someone I'm missing. I mean, I, I don't think it's a great
2: situation for me. It'd be Carson Wentz at home against the Jaguars who have been better lately. Jaguars secondary is still horrendous. I don't care about what happened last week, to be honest. I think the Colts are going to be just fine. They're a sizable favorite in the dome. He's sub 6K. He makes some stupid decisions, but uh, he still had a very, very effective year. Uh, so I think that's where I'd go. You have Pittman. you have got stacking options. Similar to what you talked about with Pittsburgh, though. Would it really surprise you to see Jonathan Taylor just go wild, uh, you know, pending that he's healthy and whatnot? So it, it's a situation with, with them. We also have to monitor what's going on. But I, I think Wentz would be my preferred cheapie this week.
0: Already says, I've never seen anyone target their own team more than lo- – oh, target. I got you. Okay. I thought he said talk about him more than me. Yeah, the, well, they're not very good. Is the thing they're just. <laughs> a- am I wrong? You laugh, but they're not very good. Like no,
1: no, they're not. And I mean, you talked about that completion percentage. Like their defense decides, hey, we're pl- we're not letting you throw the ball twenty yards down the field. So Keenan Allen on a drag route, and this week it's going to be Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. I mean if Noah Fant comes back like there, there's a lot of different players who can make plays after the catch right. that's going to get exposed against Philly.
0: And some PPR value there as well. If you you know if you're driving, you know, 7 10 yards at a time, you take yeah. what you can get. And Darius Slay might not play. So I know he returned but but he you never know how these injuries pop up or or happen later in uh <laughs> in the week. So all I'm saying, Jordan is I just don't see a lot of value down here at quarterback.
1: Yeah. No, the, the only like, again, I think it's not more Big Ben that I like that game. It's the fact that they're playing the Lions and I'm like, this man can get three touchdowns and, you know, have one of those types of games to get me close enough. But again, Najee Harris can have a huge game. Javante Williams, Jonathan Taylor, like there's so many players this week where last week we only had, I think, 25 players score over 20 and that's the lowest that there's been this entire year. This week, it feels like so many are going to score over 20.
0: On the entire week, including Thursday, Sunday, and Monday, the wide receiver one and two was uh, Elijah Moore and (laughs) Devontae Smith. So that says a lot, right? It's just not – it was not a great week. But I don't know, Ben, is there anybody else here? And I don't even disagree with you on Wentz, but I do think that Jonathan Taylor might absolutely (laughs) erupt in this spot which could kind of hamstring Wentz a little bit or or just keep him from needing to do much
2: yeah you got to hope that the the jaguars have actually found something and that they can stay and i I don't think that's impossible the only other one they they haven't found their offense no no they haven't that is true (laughs) the only other one i mean if you're talking millie maker He's not a great player. It's a tough spot, but his defense Hineke. is that bad. Taylor hinnicky he was yeah, the only other guy too. 5,400 against the Bucks secondary. Like if you're going to tell me he's going to give you 40 yards rushing and he's going to throw the ball 35 times, it's hard not to be somewhat effective if that's the volume he sees.
0: He was the, yeah, he was the only other guy I was looking at too. Um, I was really disappointed by that Kansas city game where you thought that. Same. especially once they started playing from behind in the second half that, that you might be able to get some big Terry McLaurin production, but it never, it never really materialized at the same time though. You're right. If you're in a large field tournament and what I rather have Taylor Heineke or, or Baker Mayfield or Mac Jones, I I'd, I'd rather have Heineke because maybe they go down 21, nothing and they completely abandon the run. Maybe they abandon the run game from the jump because you can't run against Tampa Bay. It's not the craziest idea. I feel like there actually is a ceiling there. There's just a extraordinarily low floor. Is that right? I'd agree. And that's again, large field tournament. You don't really care about the floor. No, not at all. Uh, you should care about this promo that we have going on with Yahoo though. I'll tell you that much, because if you haven't signed up yet, you see it up at the top banner. You get an entire month free $90 value at awesome. Ownership projections, top stack, uh, top stack to a boom bus tool, the lineup builder, uh, Everything we have, not just for football, either, for basketball, for hockey, for baseball's over, but for MMA, we have some amazing MMA content. We have people taking down UFC contests left and right with these tools, Uh, PGA, uh, all of this stuff, right? All of the tools that we talk about for football and for basketball, we have all of those tools for all of these other sports. Hell, even for esports, if you're looking to dip your toes in those waters, you name it. Everything built by Awesomeo himself. Number one ranked DFS player out there. Fellas won a lot of money using these tools. Uh, So have a lot of our subs you'll see in the Awesomeo hall of fame segment a little bit later, but if you want to join super simple, don't go to Yahoo yet. Hear me out. Use the link in the description below or use the link that uh, Tyler Zander just threw into our producer, Tyler, just threw in the chat, click that, sign up, deposit $10. Very simple. When you sign up and deposit $10, you have to enter a paid contest, all right? Yahoo will give you $10 in credit. So this is actually free. So then you got $20 on the site. You get a $90 value at Awesome, and they'll email us your information and then we'll hit you up and get you set up with your account. When you sign up too, be sure to join our premium Discord. Uh, it's an awesome community, but also you have the premium office hours channel where you have the pros like Alex and, and Steve Buzzard, the cults, and so many other guys. I think Ben still does it as well, answering questions and helping you become, you know, better players and fine tune your process. So for $90 value, all you're doing is getting it for free and signing up at Yahoo, depositing $10, entering a contest, they'll give you another 10 back and boom, you're in. So check it out. Use the link in the description or the one in the uh, chat. We'll see you over there. Running backs, Jordan, you want to talk about stacks? Christian McCaffrey only played 49% of snaps last week, but to me it was actually kind of encouraging because he still saw 14 carries and five targets. So on the limited amount of opportunities he had, he still had 19 looks, and that came on 29 total snaps. Assuming he had no setbacks last week, you're going to get a full-out workload from McCaffrey, and even if he only plays 70 snaps, you're probably going to see 25 or more looks, but he's not the only one here. You have Jonathan Taylor in an absolute smash spot against Jacksonville. Granted, the defense looked better last week, but Taylor's dominant. He's far and away the best running back in the league since week four, especially with Henry going down. You have Dalvin Cook against an inferior Chargers uh, run defense. And then Najee at 7,900 against Detroit might actually see 30 carries by halftime.
1: Yeah, no, anytime Christian McCaffrey isn't 9,000 or higher, it's an automatic consideration on DraftKings. And you might add, or I'm going to add into that he had four catches called back because of holding penalties, illegal formation, and different things. He should have saw 20 touches, and that was without being on. Well, it was Who being is this, Olympic McCaffrey? Yeah, McCaffrey. McCaffrey had multiple uh, catches called back I was watching the game as a Panthers fan very upsetting but it's just like this man anytime he's in the game I someone asked me about oh do I play McCaffrey or Jeremy McNichols I'm like you just start McCaffrey because even if he plays 25 snaps he's probably going to get 18 touches and I mean this week against the Cardinals he's in a fantastic spot it's just going to be really hard to get to with the fact that Jonathan Taylor's fully healthy against the Jaguars <laughs> where they've given up big games to running backs you have Dalvin Cook against the Chargers again another smash spot it's it's really tough i think the preference is going to be who's getting the lower ownership from our projections to be honest
0: i, I don't even disagree at this point <laughs> i i i feel like all of these guys you know what might happen ben is you might just see some pretty flat ownership given how close some of these salaries are.
2: I think, yeah, that's, that's very, that comes up a lot in PGA where you've got, you know, five or six golfers at the top and it's like, who's going to be, they all garner uh, some ownership. And there's not really to me, anyone who's in like the, no one's got like Tampa Bay or the saints where it's like, Oh, they have an awful matchup. They're going to be the lowest on all these guys have really, really solid matchups. They're all relatively healthy. Uh, it looks like McCaffrey is trending upward and his price isn't where it would be if he was fully healthy. Taylor, Cook, Najee, I mean, great opponents. What's not to like? My plan in theory is to double dip. I just don't know how feasible that's going to be unless I go to like Wentz or Heinecke.
0: Tyler, can you do me a favor and just swap the Hall of Fame segment with receiver? So we do it right before tight ends. Thanks. Uh, dude. Ben, if, if I stick with you for a second here. So you're talking about whether it be Heineken or one of these cheap options, maybe in a high scoring game, how feasible is it to run two of these top backs and maybe just make yourself way different because then you're going way. And I think this is kind of what you were alluding to, but then you're way different, not just a quarterback. Cause I think these cheap quarterbacks won't be popular. But then, if you have two of these running back to like seventy, like a like a Taylor and a a Najee Harris, is that something you'd be considering?
2: Yeah, it is. Some, I think the only way to do that though is to sacrifice your stack, most likely. I just uh, to yeah. me, it's it's an opportunity cost. I think that guys like Wentz and Heineke are more likely to outscore the Josh Allen, Tom Brady's of the world then the mid-range running backs are to outscore these guys up top. So I I think for me, the priority is to get the money allocated to the top-end backs and then figure out the rest.
0: Another thing, too, Jordan, when you're looking at all of these guys is like you have Taylor, great spot. Ben said you don't have a Saints matchup or a Tampa matchup. They're all pretty good matchups. You have all of these guys in, in fantastic spots. If you're playing 150 lineups, I think it's pretty easy to diversify if you're playing, you know, one to five lineups, you really have to pick your spots.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think you should be taking the zero to 100 approach with uh, some of these guys, because that's the only real way you'll find uh, like unique lineups. I think the only guy at the top that I guess we all can go to agree that we don't like is Camara against the Titans. I'm
0: glad you brought that up. Yeah,
1: I think I, I I looked at that matchup and I'm like, they don't really give up. Pass catcher, like running backs to catch passes. And obviously, he doesn't do too much of that nowadays. But I mean, this is going to be a really, really interesting week. I think I will be pairing one of these guys with Aaron Jones against Seattle because of Seattle's, you know, they've given up seven games to running backs where they've caught over five passes. And that to me is kind of like, okay, Aaron Jones will have one of those PPR days and getting in at 1200 less than your Jonathan Taylor is what I'll be looking for.
0: Ben, I'll be honest with you, man. For me, it's not even a matchup against the Titans as much as it is Sean Payton clearly looking to limit Alvin Kamara's workload right now after him seeing 20 plus carries in like almost every game through the first handful of for the first like six or seven weeks. Mark Ingram was heavily involved last game. And and this is a game they lost. He didn't just see nine carries, didn't just see nine carries. He was targeted five times in the passing game. Right. So he had 14 total looks. Meanwhile, Alvin Kamara sure out touched them on the ground. 13 to nine, though, is not that encouraging. And then he had seven targets to, to Ingram's five. So he had 20 looks to Ingram's, um, what did I say? So Ingram's 14. I do not feel comfortable with that flit, split. And then you have Taysom Hill, who had a, a carry inside the 10 yard line. So you know they're going to use him there at times. This feels like a really scary spot for Kamara going forward. And even if you want to talk to me about being contrarian there, sure, I get it, but there are just so many good backs on this slate. I don't really think I want to take the risk unless something develops as we move forward till Sunday.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I do think that everyone's going to read this pretty similarly. So Kamara might be significantly less owned than the rest of these guys, but at the same time, you mentioned it. It's just the Saints are a team that they've been a pain point all year. I think a lot of times they're too smart for their own good. They were punished last week. Uh, and it's not just a straight pivot. If it was just like, OK, everyone likes McCaffrey and Kamara is also there, I'd say, OK, you know, McCaffrey, maybe there's volume issues. Uh, you're getting a huge reduction in ownership. Kamara is going to have to outscore McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, Najee. Uh, Yeah, like good luck being the right pivot off all those guys. I think that's a a great great point.
0: That's a great point. It's not, Hey, what do you think of this pivot off of Christian McCaffrey? Exactly. What do you think of this pivot off of four guys that are elite (laughs) with slate breaking upside in phenomenal matchups, even better than as Jordan pointed out, Kamara. Yeah. Yep. Not great. What do you think about some of the mid range options then, Ben, if you're getting below that, Let's say 7,900 range. I do think, by the way, that Eckler against Minnesota is entirely fine at 76. That's not the craziest pivot off of some of these guys, but I'd still a little bit worrisome. We got to talk about James Conner, though, because it's not just that James Conner takes over for Chase Edmonds. He takes over for the guy that was the clear third down back as well. And as we saw, Edmonds is the guy I won't ramble here, but I'm passionate about this because Edmonds was one of those guys in fantasy leagues and season long that I was very high on coming into the league, expecting him to be the goal line back. And he's not a bad pass catching back. It's just, he's not as good as Edmonds. So why use him over Edmonds? Now you're seeing that he, what did he rip off like a 55 yard touchdown reception? He had three total on the game. He now has, he's on pace for 20 touchdowns on the year. He's going to be popular. I'm pretty certain of it, especially against this Carolina defense that's allowing almost 150 rushing yards since week four. How do you approach a guy like Connor coming into this one as the clear lead back in Arizona? Yeah, he's
2: going to be popular, probably for good reason. I, I do want to see exactly what personnel Arizona is deploying. Not that Kyler being in there immediately, you know, cancels that. I don't think it does, but I still would I like to know. think it um, helps. It could help him. I don't. I don't think that's a. a An argument that you can't make. I just want to see what it looks like. So only because
0: Kyler runs. I'm sorry. I just was just to clarify.
2: Yeah. I mean, listen, Arizona's I I bet the Niners last week. So I Arizona's a team I I just don't have a feel (laughs) on. I don't really get them. Uh, but he's been impressive. There's no doubt that Eno Benjamin, I don't think, is going to carve out a serious role in this situation right now. You do have though, Cordero Patterson who gets it done every week through the air, and then you've got Leonard Fournette, who no one's really thinking of. Uh, at 61 so if you're not going to go get like zeke who i think is fine at flat seven aaron jones jordan mentioned clearly in play but in the lower sixes i think connor's the obvious play but Fournette could be the pivot
0: where are you at on him jordan
1: i am not really that interested in uh james connor just because i know he's just fallen into the end zone so much this year the biggest concern like i know you mentioned how bad like carolina's run defense has been Delvin Cook and Zeke were the running backs who ran for over 140. I don't think Connor's on that caliber of a player. And, like, the Patriots, they split it up between people, Cordero and Atlanta.
0: They got smoked thing. by the Patriots' run game last, on Sunday.
1: No, but I'm saying it was three different running backs. I'm saying that, Because like,
0: the two of them got hurt, to be fair. did the, Ramadre I mean, Stevenson and Damian Harris both left the game with, with their, their <laughs> brains jar, jumbled up.
1: Hey, I will say Damian Harris only averaged two yards a carry is what I'm saying.
0: Right.
1: I mean, I'm you- just saying I don't think James Conner is that elite running back to take over in this type of spot. If like I think they're going to just beat us with like Rondell Moore and just like little dump-offs that break tackles and stuff of that caliber. I'm not Rondell. sure I'm going to get there. Um, and at 6,300, it's not like you're getting him super discounted. This is a 1,000 more than he was last week. I do like Ben's point. I mean, Leonard Fournette in a game script where Tampa Bay could just be blowing them out early. And if, you know, you avoid four or five Brady touchdowns early on, because they obviously will just throw the ball no matter what. I think he's a fantastic pivot off of James Connor.
0: Okay. So here's my thing when it comes to Connor, Ben, you know, this I'm a volume whore, right? It's true. I, li- I <laughs> like when running backs get a lot of volume in the backfield and James Conner was someone who already, this isn't a guy that was non-existent, right? Like he was already a top 13 running back. Now 50% of his production had come from touchdowns. No doubt. He was averaging a touchdown on 11, every 11 carries for perspective. Devin Singletary for his career averages a touchdown on every 76 carries. So clearly two wildly opposite sides of the spectrum, but with Conner guys saw 26 looks And and Chase Edmonds actually played a few snaps in that game. So if that's the case and they're at home against a just truly dreadful Carolina offense, that's going to struggle to move the football again. If it's Murray, it probably opens up the run game more, even though he'll take some away with his legs. And if it's Colt McCoy, I think they're just going to pound the rock because I don't think Carolina is going to be able to score. So If I'm looking into this one and I'm legitimately projecting James Conner for over 20 touches, because I don't think that's crazy, and all of the goal line work, it's hard for me to get away from that. But I guess it will come down to how high owned is he?
2: Super safe, going to be popular in cash. The difference is, it's going to be the point I, I made up top again. If you're funneled to this range You don't have many options, so people are going to go to James Conner. If you can find one guy, Fournette outscores James Conner, that's all he has to do, and you've probably come out ahead. It's not like there's five other options, so I think if you're talking one-fourth, one-fifth the ownership, I will take the risk more often than not.
0: If it's what ownership? So I'm saying like
2: with, with Fournette, if he's one fourth or one fifth, you know, if you're talking yeah. about seven, eight percent and, and Connor's pushing 30 percent, you know, I, I'll look to that because, again, you've got Robinson, Harris, Carson, like guys that I don't think are either going to play or or that relevant. It's really just an island range. And then you you get down to Michael Carter at 56. So for me, it's a different situation than what we're talking about with Kamara, where he's competing against three or four top end players around him.
0: For sure. I'll say I'll, I'll end with that. You just have to hope Connor doesn't get close to the goal line because if he does, he's scoring. I mean, yeah, that—that's yeah. <laughs> that, kind Hard of argue what, that no. Yeah, he's I agree. seven for nine on goal line carries this year. So
1: yeah, no. James Connor was one of the like you love Chase Edmonds this off season. I actually love James Connor. He's no, I H-M. didn't.
0: No, no, I didn't. I was. I hated James. I hated Chase Edmonds this off season. I was okay. all over James Connor.
1: Well, I thought you said earlier that you were expecting him to get the goal line carries. That was, I guess.
0: I was. And as, okay. a, as a result, I hated Chase Edmonds.
1: Gotcha. I okay. expected
0: James Conner to get the goal line carries.
1: Okay. That's, yeah, I think Con-
0: you- Chase Edmonds had one goal line carry for his career before this yes. season started.
1: Yes. Okay. I thought you said you had a lot of Chase Edmonds on your
0: team. If I did, I misspoke. Like, so okay. that's my fault. But yeah, I <laughs> meant James Conner.
1: <laughs> okay. Cause no, I have, I have James Conner as well. Again, he's, if in this game, it's it's just going to be about the touchdowns. That's what you're going to have to hope goes in your favor. He obviously has a higher floor with if he gets in the red zone, he's going to get it. Especially with Colt McCoy at quarterback.
0: Probably... Asked, does, does he have the most touchdowns in the league this year? Yeah, he he does, which is insane. Now it would be Derrick Henry if Derrick Henry played, but um, yeah, it's it's James Conner. Ben, were you going to say something?
2: <laughs> I was just going to complain. I just like w- when we talk about James Conner, it doesn't. <laughs> seem like this this is the guy that every year in pittsburgh i would target and he just would get to the (laughs) one yard line and then benny snell would score and now (laughs) i don't i don't really understand how this is the same guy because he is a straight terminator if they get inside the five yard line
0: he is and to be fair for his career he actually has a higher than 50 percent conversion rate on goal line carrot so when he got them he converted them it's just you know, when was he getting them? But yeah,
2: it wasn't cheap. Oh, Claypool on a sweep. Why? Reasons unknown.
0: <laughs> um, just
2: so dumb. But yeah, he's he's been great this year. All
0: right. Ben, what else do you have? You talked about some of those mid-range pivots. I do agree. It's very interesting because there's not a lot there. The one guy you didn't mention, though, that I think could be the a, a, a good pivot off of him is James Robinson if he plays. Because again, I'm big on volume. And if he comes back, Mark Ingram was just dreadful on 21 carries last game. It's not an easy matchup whatsoever, but James Conner will be involved in the passing game. He's game script proof, and they have pretty limited options there. So that's my mid-range pivot if I'm looking anywhere, assuming he's active. Do you have anything for value this week or anything else in the mid-range?
2: Yeah, I do want to see how that breaks up because Carlos Hyde is a guy that Urban just loves. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, did I say? Yeah, yeah, knew I know you man. not even Hyde, Hyde, but. Yeah. We're all the yeah. same. I, It's uh, yeah, I mean, it's just these mid range running backs that are are really difficult to break down. And I want to see because volume for Robinson is going to be needed and and there's a real chance they're falling behind quickly. Other than that, I mean, you start to get into the the territory of guys that are going to play specific roles, whether you're talking about like McNichols as a pass catcher, McKissick as a straight pass catcher. Melvin Gordon had 21 carries as well, but it was just such a unique game script where they punched first, then second, and third, and probably fourth. So it's like I, I don't know if we're going to see that again. I don't see a ton. I think for me, I could survive uh, living in the sixes at, at the at the lowest caliber for for my lineups.
0: Melvin Gordon was the other guy I wrote down just because he had 21. Him and Devontae Williams had 38 combined carries last week.
2: It was so. just such a weird game, though. So. Like you're just, I don't know if you see that even against the Eagles.
0: Probably not. Uh, I I will say this much, though, Jordan, in the event that Zach Moss is out, Devin Singletary probably becomes a three down back, albeit on a pass first team. But still. Uh, And then if 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 Steve, if Ramondra Stevenson and Damian Harris are both out again, it might make Brandon Bolden at least worth talking about at near minimum salary. That's all I could find on this slate, though, at the bottom.
1: Oh, yeah. No, the, the bottom isn't uh, isn't good. I was going to bring up Singletary if you didn't mention the Moss injury, but it's like the Philly backfield's a nightmare. I know Jordan Howard's been getting touches and Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell's forgotten, but it's yeah, no, the down here. This is a wasteland except for the possible injury uptakes that you're going to get from uh, some of these guys.
0: Hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet. And uh, if you're just jumping in, we got those topics on the sidebar for a reason. Skip around, jump around, pause, whatever you want to do. And if you're watching this after the fact that we've or after we've recorded, feel free to leave a comment down below. Let us know what you think. Say what's up. I read all the comments and and try and respond to them for sure. But uh, most importantly, subscribe to the channel. Hit that thumbs up. And if you want some free content over at Awesome today, we got you covered Adam shares deeper, deep dive article. If you're playing NBA, you should be nice three game slate tonight. Big prize pools is free every day of the week. It's the best, most comprehensive article you're going to find. I promise you it's that good. Like there are a lot of days if I don't have NBA shows uh, and I just want to get into it and and get a first look at this. Right. And and, and I want to be able to lay the foundation first place I go. Uh, is adam's deep dive and then i start looking at our ownership and everything but i want to get a feel for the slate it's awesome comes out around 1 or 2 p.m eastern every day would be earlier but it takes him a long time to read it you can check out Emacs slate starter article as well that's always free and it's solid nba player rankings pga top golfers and nhl player rankings all of them are free today so check them out you don't need an account or anything you can just head on over there ben we got a pga show today Absolutely. Yeah. There's
2: more swing season. We got PGA. I'm not on it, but still the team. Uh, very, very good. And then we'll have one tomorrow. So college basketball. stuff. like I said, today is a great, great sports day. We've got you covered on shows and certainly in discord. A lot of this stuff, you got questions, you hop in there. We got people discussing every slate, every betting angle. I know uh night just mentioned the awesome o odds channel as well, doing a ton of work over there. If you like betting uh, with odd shopper. So any angle, we got you guys covered.
0: What about the, the betting you podcast?
2: Is there a Wednesday nights? Uh, it drops me and Matt G breaking down college football every week. And I have a feeling we're going to be uh, carving out a little college basketball segment. Cause I've been dying to get some picks down.
0: Is there any college basketball content today? Cause I know it's a huge, would you say 120 games or something?
2: Yeah. So just an average, uh, average slate <laughs> Yeah, Matt, Matt does projections for every single day of college basketball. It's insane. So uh, we're one of the few that has that, and he is the best person in the industry to provide that. So if you're looking for college basketball content, we got it. Certainly on the betting side, uh, I'll be betting him. I know, if you already know that. If you guys got questions, you hit me
0: up. Awesome. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Hey, uh, Jordan, what are we doing at the top of the wide receiver position where you have Devontae? Oddly, did you see A.J. Brown's price point?
1: Yeah, no. I first, when I first saw that, I was confused. I didn't understand it.
0: I don't either. Um, <laughs> what happened?
1: No, I was just looking at it and I was like, I can't believe. I,
0: I, don't know I, what could... t- I don't know what Tyler's laughing at.
2: Oh, I know what he's laughing at. So it's funny. I thought this too. When you, when he, when you said Jordan, I thought you thought that it was Jordan Klein behind the glass.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotcha. There's another Jordan. Yeah. So many Jordans. Yeah. Three okay. Jordans at this you, place. You,
1: if you want to call me Vanick, you can call me Vanek. Well, we don't
0: before. have to today, fortunately.
1: That's good. That's
0: true. But yeah, the AJ Brown price win. Did you not find that a little strange that like I know he's there's no Derrick Henry, but second highest price receiver, a hundred dollars less than Devontae Adams this week against the Saints, no less.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't understand that one. I mean, up at the top, there's again, you have I'm not really Going to Justin Jefferson against the Chargers, um, Terry McLaurin against the Bucs is awesome, but I don't really think I'm going to touch that unless I'm stacking Brady as a possible runback, but it's a, obviously a high price point. Devontae Adams, if Aaron Rodgers gets back, might just be a lock at the receiver position because 7900 for him is just, again, another price point where it's way too cheap for someone that talented against a Seattle defense that has given up some big games at receivers.
0: Yeah, Ben. How do I play McCaffrey, Jonathan, or Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, and Devontae Adams in the same lineup?
2: Yeah, it's a bold strategy <laughs> when you play uh, Bortles at QB and take a zero. But <laughs> I mean, it, yes, Adams. If you have the money, that's fantastic. I do think it's pretty deep, though. I mean, you're looking up and down. You got you got alpha receivers uh, within. You know, i I know I'm going down a little, but like Deontay Johnson is a thousand $1, dollars, eleven hundred dollars less. Keenan Allen is there. Certainly Metcalf, those type of guys, Godwin against For sure. the Washington secondary. So you can Lock steal it. some money here. Lock it. Yeah. A lot of names uh, that, you know, they're not cheapies, but at the same time, you're not paying the, the absolute top tier, even though I agree. Sub eight K Devonte Adams is always
0: appealing. And honestly, like I don't have a problem either. Ben looking at Pittman against Jacksonville, they haven't needed to use a lot of a lot of passing volume though recently, and that might be the case again this week, which which isn't great. But Amari Cooper, huge letdown performance, him and Cd Lamb last week. But man, you've got Amari right at 6,200. Cd Lamb is essentially almost a thousand dollars more expensive than him. So I I have no problem going back to the well with Amari Cooper in a game where they have a slate high 32 point implied total. I'm not saying he won't have ownership. But I do think some of these mid-range wide receivers can open it up enough for us to to load up at running back if that's you know the, the course you want to take.
2: It's true. I mean, again, I, I think this is where you have to look at the slate, not just with the players themselves, but as a whole. To me, there's a better chance that these next tier wide receivers are the highest scoring wide receivers this. I I am dug in that the top end running backs are going to be in fact the top scoring running backs this week i can't say the same about the wide receivers so i'm more willing to say okay let me see what i can do here let me attach it to my quarterbacks you mentioned a guy like Pittman; those types you know they could explode depending on the game environment and i think that's where i'm going to try
0: to at least save some money jordan you know one guy i would love to play but the price point is again odd even though he's awesome Terry McLaurin against Tampa Bay is 7,600. I mean, this guy has explosive upside. There's just Stefan Diggs against the New York Jets when everyone's just going to be like, I don't want to play this guy anymore. Chris Godwin against Washington. You could go down the list to Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, CeeDee Lamb. I'm not just rattling names off for the heck of it. Deontay Johnson, DK Metcalf. Ben mentioned a few of these as well. Tyler Lockett, Pittman, Amari Cooper, There's so much above 6K that I'm as long as they're not on the IR or out, I could close my eyes, probably pick three of them, and feel good about it.
1: Yeah, no, Terry McLaurin is just a really hard price point to get to, and I think I'm only – like, if I deploy him, it'll be in Tampa Bay games because I don't think I'm going to just one-off him by any means because, again, he's getting the ball thrown to him from Taylor Heineke while you can get cheaper options – for Diggs, Tom Brady, Dak, or Justin Herbert. And that's pretty much what you got to say to yourself. Um, I, With Keenan Allen, I think if, obviously I think Patrick Peterson is still going to be out for Minnesota. And you have the um, Harrison Smith COVID injury, who I believe he might not be playing on Sunday as well. I think Minnesota's secondary is just going to be easily attacked by this Chargers D or pass catchers. And it's just going to be about whether or not you have the ability to go from Keenan or possibly taking another stab at Mike Williams, who has just been dreadful in recent weeks.
0: Ben, I just closed my eyes and picked three of them. I got Godwin Keenan Allen and Terry <laughs> McLaurin, which I'd be fine with. I'm negative salary, but yeah. I'd be a <laughs> small issue, but <laughs> I'd be yeah. cool with
2: it. it's, it's hard to find anyone that you're going to fault with up top. It's just how, how, much can you save and the opportunity cost. And there are some guys you mentioned earlier in the show, someone like Cortland Sutton, he's 5,600. I mean, that's someone you can feel pretty comfortable with. I know uh, if Denver just blows them out and takes the air out of the ball, that'll be a problem. I don't think that's going to happen to be honest. And you're working down here. You've got Marvin. Like if, if you do use Wentz, I probably will try to get a run back on Jacksonville. Maybe not a back either. You know, Agnew has displaced Chenault. That doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, but uh, Marvin Jones is still there. Elijah Moore, if you want to chase the points, Crowder in the slot. There are names as we work down.
0: I like I like Marvin Jones a decent amount this week. I, they're going to need to throw the football, right? You would think. I mean, it's it's a team that...
2: Again, last week was such a ridiculous anomaly. I think it, it masks what the Jaguars truly are, which is a team that's going to be playing from behind in games where Lawrence might drop back 50 times.
0: You know what my problem with Elijah Moore is? They had three quarterbacks in the last two weeks, and I don't know I, if Mike White comes back and starts. Remember, like Josh Johnson the didn't backs. target his... What's up? Yeah, I, I'm sorry
2: to jump in. I thought you were going to say targeting the backs. Yeah, I seen really, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yep. Mike White was targeting him 48 or 47% of the time on his 72 pass attempts. Josh Johnson came in. He didn't look towards the running backs, you know? Uh, so does Elijah Moore suffer from that? I think it's, it's certainly possible. And we're expecting we're, – uh, Robert Sala expects uh, Mike White to, to start. So I don't know. But, um, Jordan, is there any good value here at wide receiver? Yeah,
1: I mean, <clears throat> Ben has talked about Corlin's Sutton. I like Jerry Judy as well. And I know Jamal Agnew is like <clears throat> just a weird name compared to Chanel, who is, you know, supposed to get all these gadget touches and everything. But Jamal Agnew, when you actually watch him play, he's a superior athlete on the field. Like he was a kick returner; That was a very good kick returner. When he gets the ball in his hands, he can make things happen after the catch. Um, <clears throat> I think Michael Gallup coming back against Atlanta, is a really interesting spot to go to because he's been practicing for the last, I think, three weeks. He just hasn't been activated, and other than that, it's really, it's really di- rough down here. I don't get to say Rashad Bateman's name for like the first time in a few weeks, so it's it's a tough one.
0: You guys want a uh, mega punt? Yes, you do. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll give you one anyway. <laughs> Marquez Valdez scanling <laughs> I should have just said it. I
2: knew you were gonna say that. Well, how'd it. How would you know me? I was gonna say that? Because I just, I just did. I, I, <laughs> Rogers coming back, thirty-five. You knew deep it, huh? Burner, yeah. I mean, I'm a sucker for MVS. Strong guess
0: it. though. I, we've done enough shows together at this point I to knew you were gonna say have that. that mind meld. But um, all right. So he's play. You he should have just shouted it out, man. You would have looked should've. like a. You would have looked like a genius if you hit on that, because nobody else is thinking MVS. <laughs> That hurts. That uh, hurts. That, me. That's as bad as missing the dot domain. Uh, yeah,
2: that's it. <laughs>
0: Smart. <laughs> yeah, you'll lose sleep over one of those and it won't be the dot ETH. So that is Scantling has eight deep balls on the season. Granted, he's only played three games with Rodgers. Ben been targeted 14 times. That means 57% of his targets have been 50 plus yards downfield. If you're targeting a cheap, almost minimum salary receiver, wouldn't you love to have it as a guy, be a guy who has Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback and essentially only gets targeted on deep balls in a game that has a 50 point total?
2: Yeah, that's how I deciphered <laughs> that you might have said that. That's these are the reasons, um, you know, again, low probability play. But the good thing about a guy like that is if you get it right, you can get paid off with tournament winning upside because he doesn't yep. need volume. He's the type of guy who could have he's like Robbie Anderson if Robbie Anderson was effective. So <laughs> I, I think that you you could look to that, and especially when we talk about attaching players, you know, if you play Rodgers, you're obviously going to have to play Adams. But who else can you play with them? Tanyan's gone. I yeah. think there's an opportunity there to see someone like MVS slide into a, to a pretty prominent role.
0: Bundle says Rodgers is coming back, but without practice. I'll be honest with you, man. I, that, that's, that doesn't bother me. It's Aaron Rodgers. Like It was whatever. just a week, too. Yeah, he's he's fine. And he's been... He hasn't he said he hasn't had symptoms in like I don't know since the first day. So it's not like he's fans <laughs> over here smirking. Yeah,
2: I mean there's just so many things. But no, <laughs> I, I, it's I'm holding back.
0: I mean, you should be proud of me today. I am. Uh, I, I'm saying he he said if everybody watched that uh that that Pat <laughs> McAfee interview, that he's been fine. I think it was like one day he dealt with symptoms. So he's not dealing with symptoms coming up to like Saturday and then, you know, crawling onto the field. So I'm not too concerned about it. You guys good on wide receiver. Yeah. I
1: mean, I don't think there's, I think there's obvious like dart throws with, you know, some of the Tampa Bay guys who replaced Antonio Brown. But other than that, it's, it's a wasteland down here.
0: Tyler, I'm good to go up to 11, right? I think so. Okay. Let's hit on uh, let's hit on hall of fame. Show some love to all of our people here, everybody rocking the Awesomo avatar, whether it be Yahoo, DraftKings, FanDuel, doesn't matter. What is this? I'll tell you. First of all, you get shouted out right here. You get on the Awesomo Hall of Fame, Wall of Fame, whatever it is. You become uh, uh, forever embedded into the history of O when you get your name up here. But you also get a free month of O Plus Platinum, $90 value. When you use our avatar, go to osmo.com slash avatar and tweet your wins, your screenshots at awesomeo HOF. Finish top three in a field of 5,000 or more, win a free month of awesomeo plus platinum. Pretty solid deal because you're already playing. Now all you got to do is rock the awesomeo avatar, join the team, become one of us, and uh, tweet us. Include Jordan and Ben and myself in those tweets too because we love to see that stuff. Let's hit it. We got Chronic Wizard. Uh, Oh, that's our guy. That's that's, that's John, I think. Uh, congrats, man! First place in the 10k daily dollar. And by the way, it doesn't matter if this is the quarter arcade, whether it's the nickel, whether it's the millimaker maker, a thousand dollar entry. You're gonna find five thousand entries or five thousand dollars. Doesn't matter what it is. Uh, as long as you finish top three, we will we will give you that that free pass or that free Awesome Plus. Congrats, Chronic Wizard. And then uh, Big E took down the NBA late slate hammer last night as a current active duty. Oh, U.S. Marine Corps vet. This couldn't come at a better time right now before the Marine Corps birthday and vet's day. That's awesome. Thanks, Lavi D and Josh and all the haters who think you guys steer them in the wrong direction. First place, 5,800. That makes me very happy, man. Congratulations, Big E. And then uh, Jordan Lockhart, again, $12,000. Standard at this point, Ben, par for the course.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry for him. That means he had honestly an off night, but he's still qualified for the hall of fame that guy is running hotter than the sun and no it's it's just great to see it like i said you get you get a shout out you get some twitter love i think we all like that you get a little noticed and then in addition you win some free stuff so we, we love to hear that the work we're putting in is paying off for people because that's why we do these shows uh to see people have success and, and a lot of times it's a breakthrough win that people say the same thing you know i always i want it to happen i've been close and finally uh i got one to connect there's no better feeling
0: no doubt. I I think some people like the shout out on the stream and and the the likes and the retweets on the Hall of Fame page more, on Twitter sometimes more than the free month. Even I though, it, agree. right? <laughs> yeah. Like Jordan yeah. Lockhart doesn't need a free month.
1: No, that yeah. that man knows the future. I'm convinced. I'm convinced yeah. oh, he yeah. comes he's, back you, he's, the future.
0: He he sold his soul to the devil. Who was that? <laughs> uh, who was that blues musician that sold his soul to the devil and just went from being absolute shit to really really good. No, I don't know it. I No, I don't know.
2: I, I don't know is, if
1: I was alive at this time period. Oh, no, yeah, you I certainly
2: weren't. <laughs> hey, you I don't know what kind of again, to the... ghost hunters. I don't know what kind of nonsense you're this watching.
0: Is a well-known. Chat is going to tell me right now because chat, this is well-known, Ben. He was at the crossroads where he sold his soul to the devil and then became a phenomenal musician.
1: Buff Tanner is what we're going.
0: We got Robert Buff Tanner Johnson. and B.B. King. Right. <laughs> Not BBK. Not BBK. Anyway. Nice job. Anyway. What? I'm just saying, Jordan.
2: If I was on, uh, well, Jeopardy, you don't have lifelines, but if I had to phone a friend and it was uh, musicians (laughs) and satanic rituals, you would be my first call, obviously, because I don't know about this shit.
0: You might get some. There's a lot of them out there, man. Uh, Joe Flanagan took down the NHL main slate. With the help of Jake, Josh, Cliffy, and Awesome. the live streams have really been helping my game. Yeah, dude, our NHL content, our guys are so dedicated. It's awesome. $20,000. And then Sheldon, a, another first place in the books. Awesome tools and resources help make it happen. 700 bucks. Congrats, man. Download the avatar. Tweet us at Awesome Hall of Fame and win a free month. And uh, we'll talk about you right here. And we'll tweet about you. We may even write a, uh, a biography on you. But, yeah, that's good stuff. Makes me very happy. Ben, tight end. Top price tight end this week, $5,800 Kyle Pitts.
2: Which is good because we, we've talked about a lot of premier options, and even if you do play the premium at tight end, you're not paying $7,500. You're, you're, it's a very flat uh, situation. Off the island game, Pat Friermuth is going to be really popular. He should be. a guy's a red zone target. Uh, they're going to have ample opportunities to scores, and I get it. Uh, just keep in mind that on an island Monday night football game where he was really relevant for showdown, he is going to be, I think, one of the chalk options.
0: Would you sell your soul to the devil for infinite riches?
2: I'd sell my soul just to hit a college basketball game today. Are you kidding? Infinite riches? Yeah, I would.
0: Uh, yeah, not, you <laughs> wouldn't even think twice about it.
2: After beating the closing line by a full touchdown in that Niners game and getting smoked, yeah, I would. I don't know if I'd have to think about it at this. point. I don't
0: know I mean, if the devil wants your soul at this point.
2: Not. It's like those. You know. It's like yeah. If I organ donor, they're just like no, we can't.
0: We we don't, <laughs> we want, don't this. want this. This <laughs> dude has way too much stress on him. Jordan, what do you like at tight end? Uh, I
1: like Noah Fan if he's returning from the COVID stuff. Since our Philly's given up eight touchdowns to tight ends this year and in the NFL and I mean I don't like paying up for Kyle Pitts this week. I think that Micah Parsons and company will have answers for him. But it's a it's an ugly week, I think basically you're probably just pairing the tight end like if you're playing your Brady stack just going to Brady or OJ Howard and just hoping you get a touchdown.
0: Any any legitimate value down there? Because I couldn't find any of those cheap options. Maybe like a Dan Arnold but he's not even that cheap.
1: I'll I'll say Gerald Everett with Russ returning. Um, That was someone who had some targets early on in the year and then went out because of COVID and then came back with Geno Smith, 2600. I think I'm willing to punt down there.
0: Ben, any, any good value, even in the three K range or below? Uh,
2: Yeah. I mean like Jared cook, he gets some ample looks and opportunities with the chargers. So you're you're always going to be drawing to kind of a, a touchdown or bust, but he has shown in a couple games that it's not a he can get eight to ten points for even without a touchdown, and I, I don't think that's the worst situation.
0: Oh, Nick Chubb and Demetric Felton just tested positive for COVID nineteen. Um, they're on a bye anyway, so right? I, no, no, maybe not.
1: No, they're playing the Patriots.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. On this slate, on this slate, my fault. I feel like we didn't talk at all about the Cleveland Browns.
1: Mm, that's because they're irrelevant.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. so they're on a bye. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, now they are. Now, without Nick Chubb, it's it's definitely a Dearness Johnson season. Well,
0: that's what I was going to say. Yeah. If Chubb misses and Kareem Hunt's on the IR, Dearness Johnson once again becomes, well, he's probably priced up. I bet he is. 47. That's not bad. So now you have Singletary potentially, Dearness D- Johnson potentially, Brandon Bolden potentially all at 4,700 or lower. So, uh, Ben, last one, Pat Firemuth.
2: Yeah, I think, again, coming off a Monday night football game where he caught multiple touchdowns, people are going to look to him. Uh, And rightfully so. I just have a feeling off showdown, you usually get a a boost in the ownership.
0: All right, fellas, let's wrap it up. We like to do this at the end because punting defense is – always makes sense. I know just from Ben's track record that he's going to scroll to the top, take the most expensive defense this week. What was it? The Rams? Weren't they like 5k one week?
2: Legitimately 5k.
0: <laughs> and I, I we told you about all the free tools. Uh, we do have a promo code to get 25% off your first week of Awesome o Plus Platinum. Every single thing on the site that we've talked about. Uh, so if you want to get involved and NFL strategy show, all one word, all caps, at awesome.com slash join 25% off everything for the first week. So uh, come join us. And if you have any questions, hit me up. My DMS are open on Twitter. Uh, happy to answer any of those for you if you need help. So uh, I'm going first. Screw you guys. It's the Titans against the new Orleans saints. 2,600. We're going sub three K Titans are playing really good football right now. The defense is shored up a lot. And while, yeah, the, the, the saints put up 25 against the Falcons. This is in Tennessee. I think this could be a rough day for New Orleans offense. And if that's the case, give me Titans, 2,600. I think that's too cheap. What about you, Ben?
2: I mean, that that definitely is my preferred answer. If I was going to go somewhere else. why
0: I went first.
2: That's smart. I'll, I'll go to the Browns. I mean, they just have the ability. They've got Miles Garrett. Per- like tremendous that. pressure. They've had two or more sacks in every game except one this year. If you do that, you just create opportunities. Uh, New England is a methodical team, but I don't really fear them and fear Mac Jones, so another option
1: sub-3K. All
0: right, Jordan, you drew the short straw this week. Make (laughs) us proud. What do you got?
1: I got the Jaguars against Carson Wentz. Um, He's he's always due for some dumb turnovers. I kind of like that. They yeah. just, I mean, twenty two hundred. Again, I, I get. I think the Titans are definitely the preferred here, but those three defenses. I think last week we did say the Browns. I'm pretty sure we off the Chiefs. Um, what, I say that wavering. every week. But... Hey man, <laughs> there you go. You nailed
0: it last week. I hope you. <laughs> hope you yeah, I didn't bet the Browns, Browns for the first time in a month. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's uh, the, what if. Ja- what if the Jag, And I know we got to go. But what if the Jags defense isn't that bad? What. We saw them against the Bills. There's no way they're that good. But what if they can actually create some pressure on that line and get to Carson Wentz and force him into mistakes? Jordan, I think that's a solid call. My guess is they're going to be virtually unowned as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll say this about the Jaguars' defense. On 20-yard throws, they have yet to give up a touchdown this year, which is not something I wow. expected to see. So, Wow. Hey, Jordan, those... what do
0: you got going on throughout the rest of the week here at Osmo? Just
1: a college football prize pick show with on Friday with Matt. I think la- the last two weeks we've been like 14 of 17 on our prize pick bets. Uh, <laughs> one of the only ones that failed us was Travion Henderson with Ohio State and Nebraska game, which is a nightmare.
0: Ben, what do you got? And hit that thumbs up. We got 17 to go till we get to 100. Come on. Come what on. Yeah,
2: be? certainly. You'll you'll see me throughout the week talking PGA and NFL and college football. And, and also, you know, we had a lot of people ask about the start of college basketball. The, the honest truth is that with football going on, we're not going to have total coverage just yet. But it's one of the many reasons you want to get in discord, use Twitter, things like that. We're available for it as the season picks up. Certainly going to have you covered there. We've got projections all year, but it's just from a show standpoint, we've still got a, a ton of content here to bring you guys.
0: And last thing is the uh, fantasy football season playoffs are rapidly approaching. Trade deadlines are approaching. Fantasy football channel, we got you covered. All of that live streams. I do a start sit video every week where I'm not just pulling the obvious answers like start Najee Harris. I'm actually helping you dig into this, make the best decisions, put yourself in a position to win, get good playoff positioning. All that stuff that'll be released tomorrow morning. Hopefully you'll head over there and join me. It's a short. It's a it's a smoke break video. You know, or a dumper video. Five ten minutes. You're in, you're out. You got everything you need. And we got so much more going on over there. Of course, stick around tonight. All of the NBA content you can think of, PGA stream, NHL stream, any sport you're playing, we get you covered right here at AwesomeO YouTube channel and over at AwesomeO.com. Peace.